Well, uh, Dino, good to talk to you again after the bye week. And before we kind of take a step forward here and look forward to these next four games of the season, starting with Florida State on Saturday, let's jump back to that Miami game. And something that you said jumps out to me in that there were a lot of positives there, but it's still hard to swallow when you don't win that game. How how have you found that balance between how you played, how you came back, and, and kind of the spirit the team showed, but ultimately, unfortunately, lost the game? Well, I think I just think you need to look at things for what they are. I think as as bad as we played offensively in the first half is 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 as good as the defense played in the first half. And then even though the uh, offense showed up uh, with a lot of pride and a lot of fight in the second half, I think there were some letdowns defensively in the second half. But when you look at the entire balance. For as long, for as many plays as we put the defense out there, and as many holes that we put them in, I think they played more than well enough for us to win. We've got to find a way to eliminate those turnovers early, and then we have to find a way to score touchdowns in the red zone. So you came uh, into the bye week, a lot to go over there, and some time to do it. Well, where would you find uh, you the most focus was in, in your bye week work? Well, the, well, that's easy for me. First of all, it's it's a break for the young men academically. You know, they've got a lot of papers to write. They have, you know, you're getting an education at Syracuse University. I mean, this is a top 10, top 20 education. And the people that they're sitting next to in, in those classrooms are studying 24-7. And our guys have limited time based off of some of the needs that goes along with being a student athlete. So it's academics first in a break like this. After the academics, it goes right back back to just getting guys healed you know we we wish the bye would have came a little bit sooner but we really need to rest up we really need to get guys back so we can't practice a lot because we're not deep enough to practice these guys a lot and get more guys hurt during the bye week that's just not very smart and then the uh, the very last thing is is making sure that these guys uh, condition-wise, strength, running, that we still run them, that we still lift them so they can have enough strength and the type of conditioning for the last four weeks in November to see if we get an opportunity in December or January. Coach, you mentioned the depth there. How were you uh, health-wise going into the bye? And maybe uh, how did things recover there? And how are you health-wise going into this Florida State game? Well, we're, we're, we're still not exactly sure we're exactly where we're going to be. We do have guys out practicing that weren't practicing the week before, but whether they're full speed or not, we're going to have to wait and see. We did lose uh, Jordan Martin for the uh, the entire season. He's going to be out with an injury, so he's gone. We've lost Antoine Cordy. He's out for the entire year, but hopefully we're going to get some of these other guys back. We just got to wait and see whether they're going to be 60%, 80%, or 90%. One of those names you mentioned is uh, Kendall Coleman, who may be back in this Florida State game. It seems he's making some improvements. Well, I think he's, he's definitely going to be back on the plane. We've got to find out how, much, how well he is to see how much he can play. Dino Babers, our guest here, as the Orange get ready to take on Florida State 12-20 kickoff in Tallahassee this weekend. And another thing you got to do in the bye week, Coach, is you go and you hit the road and you do a little recruiting. And I know you can't talk specifically about recruits individually, but what kind of feedback were you getting and and getting back out there and, and hitting the road and hearing from recruits and coaches and people out there as you're trying to spread that message about Syracuse football? Well, I just think that there's a lot of positives going on with Syracuse football. When you go in the state of New York, the high school coaches are really excited about the things that we're doing, and they're excited that we're bringing that notoriety back to Syracuse, that the S is starting to matter again in the Northeast, 
And, you know, we're getting a lot of media, social media publicity about that stuff. The win over, you know, obviously Clemson and then how well we played against Miami, LSU, NC State all on the road. Uh, you know, they're proud about that. There's a lot of pride when it comes in the Northeast about the way we play football compared to some of the schools down in the South. And then I think that you can see it in the uh, prospects. You know, we're not allowed to talk to them. It's an evaluation period. But when you're when you're walking across the field and their eyes light up and they just saw you a couple of nights ago on TV or, or a week and a half ago on, on national TV or some of the social media outlets that's been going on with the victories that we've had over here, I think they, they're excited to see us there and uh, they're excited to come up to our university and see what we have to offer. Dino, uh, heading into this Florida State game, you mentioned one of the things in the bye week uh, that you had to address was some slow starts You know, in the past few games leading up to that bye week. How did you take a look at that, and, and, and are you confident that you addressed it? Ultimately, we'll find out starting Saturday, of course, but how did you address that uh, during the bye? Well, you know, it's, once again, it's breaking down, finding tendencies. What, is there something that we're doing that they know that we're doing that's causing them to have success or is there something that we're not doing that we're doing in second half that we're not doing in the first half that we need to do more of in the first half to give us success and we put put those numbers in the computers and pull them out and and take a look at them and then we make some decisions i can't tell you the decisions now because we're going to see if they work or not but it was it was good just to have a little time off to uh settle down so to speak to, to take a look at some things to make sure you're doing it right or if you think you're doing it wrong. Coaches, we've gone through the season and pointed at some success that the defense has had. Uh, you have you know, brought up Brian Ward's name often in that, and I wanted to ask you about Coach Ward and his approach and, and why you feel he's having the success that he is and his approach with the kids and just what he's like as a coach overall. Well, I think the biggest thing about Brian is he's, uh, he's a perfectionist, and he wants things exactly right. And and they need to uh, they need to dance to the beat of his drum because he's going to be out in front. And he's going to be leading. And then the second thing is is I think that he has a lot of pride about what he does. And you know, guys are going to be humble and meek. And still, there's going to be people who have opinions of people that matter and that don't matter. But when you have a family in this town and you have a wife in this town, you know they hear the they hear the whispers. They hear the the rumors. And uh, I just think that he, him, and along with the defensive staff, just wanted to come back and, and right some wrongs and prove some people wrong. And we're two-thirds of the way through, but right now I think they're doing a hell of a job. We'll see with the last third. Dino, uh, I wanted to ask you about Cole Murphy because, boy, what a game at Miami. He had four field goals, three of those over 40 yards in slick conditions, by the way. That field was very wet. He actually slipped and, and almost fell on, on one of those kicks in particular. He's made a real turnaround because there's no question he, he was struggling a bit, but what do you attribute his success and confidence to this year? First of all, he didn't almost slip. He slipped. That's right. He went down. He, almost, yeah. he slipped. When you land on your backside, that's called a slip. That's not called an almost slip. You know, I I think the biggest thing with Cole is he just kept battling. You know, someone said when we called for the, I don't know, the 52, the 53-yard field goal, someone said, hey, you know, that's 53 yards. Like, we didn't hesitate. Like, go out there and kick it. And that and that one, that was a better kick than the shorter one that he slipped on his backside on. You know, we're, we're not going to just – we're not going to play the game S. We're going we're gonna to play to win. And there's – mathematically, there's some things that are more – percentage-wise isn't better in your favor than others, but I just felt like, hey, he's a kicker. You know, he's been, he's been kicking all of his life. Football players play on wet fields, kicker play on wet fields. 
Go out there and kick the doggone ball. Don't think about it. And I just thought he did a fabulous job. Coach, you get Florida State this week, and certainly they have struggled by their standards sitting there at 2-5, and five. but as you've discussed this week and have seen on film looking at them through the bye week and through this week, that there's still a lot of talent on that team. There's still a lot of speed on that team, and there's still going to be a challenge for you come Saturday. You know, I think that team is, is very, very similar to us. I think if you took, uh, and I'm just pulling this number out of a hat, if you took three touchdowns and broke those points up any way that they wanted to, they'd be ranked in the top four right now. You know, the, the game against Alabama was a loss. They're not going to use their, their 21 points there. But they break up their 21 points over the rest of their schedule. They're going to be one lost team, and they're probably going to be in the top four in the country. Now, on the flip side of that, you can do the exact same thing for us, and we would be undefeated. And what, I, what, I'm, what I'm trying to get the team to understand that even though their record may not look like a Florida State record, this is a Florida State football team. Outside of them losing their quarterback, they haven't lost a, a single amigo on defense. This defense is the real deal. Offensively, yeah, they're having some issues only because of one position. They still have a dynamic freshman tailback. They still have dynamic receivers. And they've got uh, guys that if they get out in space, we're not going to be able to catch them. They'll be like the Miami tailback on the last touchdown of the game. So these are, this is a very, very, very <clears throat> excuse me, athletic team. And it's going to be a hard, hard task on the road. Dino, uh, best of luck as always. Thanks for coming on with us. And I'm just relieved that my predictions will no longer uh, be under scrutiny uh, from the head coach of the Orange. I'm just going to make them as they go and see what happens. I'm glad you went public with it. I won't talk about that, but we'll talk about everything else. You're still underneath the microscope, Brent. There you go. Coach, thank you. Good luck. Talk to you later.